Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I am Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 3rd of September 2021, including Only Murders in the Building, starring Steve Martin and Martin Short, and a second series of Daisy Haggard's BBC3 comedy drama, Back to life. And we'll also be looking at Amazon's modern take on Cinderella. It's very interesting. And the return of Sky Comedy's Buddy Cop series, Code 404, starring Danny Mays and Stephen Graham. But first, Ian, do tell me what is in the news, please. In Netflix's comedy series Uncoupled, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, star of How I Met Your Mother, will play a New Yorker who finds himself negotiating the ups and downs of single life after his husband walks out on him after 17 years. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Netflix's Fantasy Sweet Tooth is making a comeback and it will return for a second series um, exploring the further adventures of young animal-human hybrid Gus as the impact of the Great Crumble continues, which is very exciting. Mm, Crumble, lovely. Well... It's a very good week this week, the best we've had in a while, I think. And we're starting off with something I very much enjoyed. It's on Star on Disney Plus, a new series called Only Murders in the Building. And here's a clip. Tim Kono's death has been ruled a homicide. And apparently one of you jerk-offs did it. I can't stop thinking about this. Neither can I. We should do our own true crime podcast. We're going to go down there and look around for clues. Do you want to come? So this is a comedy drama, very excitingly, starring the great Steve Martin, the fantastic Martin Short, and the wonderful Selena Gomez. And it's a comic whodunit. Uh, The setup is that they all live in this New York City apartment building. So Steve Martin, who co-created the series. He plays struggling actor Charles and Martin Short plays a theatre director called Oliver. Selena Gomez plays one of their neighbours and the gist of it is that they're all evacuated from the building and it turns out there's been a murder. They don't know each other at the beginning but they discover that they're all fans of this true crime podcast and they get together and they decide to try and investigate this murder in the building and hence the title I wonder I thought the title was very odd only murders in the building what does that mean well it's because they don't want to go to too much trouble so they say they'll only look into murders in the building so that's what it means it reminded me of Woody Allen's Manhattan murder mystery uh, which is kind of slightly similar premise you may or may not have seen a fantastic show on Netflix in which Steve Martin and Martin Short put on a live show together and it's called An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life. And they do a lot of kind of taking the mickey out of each other. There's a bit of singing. There's a bit of music. Uh, they're just brilliant collaborators. And you can see the chemistry between them here is very good because <laughs> Martin Short's character keeps comment- commenting on the fact that uh, Steve Martin's actor doesn't seem to get much work. So, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was... It was fun, quite charming. Yeah, just a really nice comic take on the on the Who Done It. What did you think of this, Hannah? Yeah, it was. It's quite a modern take on it, isn't it? I never know how I feel about those, um, whether it's films or series, where the actor looks directly to the camera and comes out of character and then speaks to the camera and says, 
I, I get murdered in 12 minutes time or 11 minutes or whatever he says. And then it flashes back and it's, it kind of brings you back, to, it jars you back to reality. So I never know how I feel about that, but I think it, it does work. And I, and, I, and I say sort of expect the unexpected with this because it's not, like you said, the kind of the, the, the name of it, what does that even mean? Um, and I kind of felt like that the whole way through, which is kind of what, what, what's going on here, what's happening here? Um, and as I say, you sort of, there's flashbacks, flash forwards, speaking to the camera directly. It's, um, I, I think it is good, but it's quite, it's quite different actually, which is, which again is a good thing, I guess. Yeah, and it's great to see those two veteran stars, as well as singer Selena, coming to TV. Over on Amazon Prime Video, you're going to tell us about a film, a sort of reworking of Cinderella. Cinderella, it's only my love for your father, rest his soul, that stands between you and a life on the street. I have to make a life for myself. I saw one of my signature dresses. Soon everyone will love my name. <sighs> to make sure your nuptials are done properly, we shall hold a ball. You shall find a bride. The actual sort of remake of Cinderella wasn't that long ago. So when I saw that this was coming on Amazon Prime, I kind of thought, where are we going with this? Because it's we've not long had the remake. And, it, you know, of course, it was it was really very good, wasn't it? And it had um, Lily James and it was it, it, it was very good. But it was a remake of the original story. This is very, very different. Amazon Prime video. Um, it's a musical comedy. That's that's the nuance, the comedy part. So when I tell you a bit about it, you'll understand why. Producer um, is James Corden. So, you know, you, you can. he also is in it as a footman. So, you know, everything that James does is, is pretty funny and has a different take on things. And he wanted to make a very fresh and modern version of the Cinderella story. Um, and uh, the screenwriter is Kay Cannon. And it's kind of been transformed from... I suppose, I don't know if I'm allowed to use this term, but the kind of the generation woke, I suppose, that doesn't like this, that and the other of, of the kind of those old stereotyping of, of women and what have you. And this is a very different take on that. It's a modern take on it. And it, yes, it's a feel good story, but this is a, about a young woman trying to seize control of her destiny. So the thread of Cinderella is there. Um, you know, there is the, the, the wicked stepmother and the stepsisters and there's the fairy god parent, not godmother, the godparent. Um, and uh, that's uh, played by Billy Porter, who's called Fab G. And so, as I say, it's a very modern take. Now, a lot of people that have reviewed this feel that it's one step too far. It's a bit clunky. And and I, I think I kind of agree with that. It, I'm not sure that the younger generation will pick up on an older generation's take on let's trying to modernise this, if you like, because it's an expectation that we don't stereotype women, perhaps, in, in that way, or, you know, um, we're much more inclusive as a, as a society as a whole, I would hope. So I don't know that the younger generation would take to it in the way that, say, the older generation have looked at this, but nonetheless, it's a good watch and something that is is fun and it, you know Piers Brosnan he's in it anything that he's on frankly in I'll, I'll, I'll be watching and so you see and the music's fun it's uplifting I mean it is musical but it's got that comedic side to it and it almost doesn't ring true it, it kind of um, I suppose in a way for me it ruins the magic 
of what was Cinderella, but then maybe that's a very old-fashioned view. I, I said, do you think it's worth a view? But I, I think the critics are being relatively harsh on how, how clunky the introduction of sort of um, the, the variations are. I, I don't know if you'd agree with that, Ian. Yeah, when I started watching it, and it, it's it, it, quickly you realise it's going to be sort of a, a jukebox-type musical with cover versions, and the singing in that horrible kind of vocal gymnastics X Factor style, which, and also it sounded to me as if they'd used auto tune <laughs> on it as well. That was a, a turn off for me. However, I stuck with it. And as you say, uh, Pierce Brosnan is great in a sort of scene stealing performance as the king. You've got Minnie Driver, one of my favourites, as the queen. And uh, best of all, I mean, I was astonished when Rob Beckett <laughs> turned up in a scene, and it's actually got Beckett. His mate Romash Ranganathan and James Acaster and James Corden all have cameo roles. So there's actually there's actually <laughs> quite a lot to enjoy in it. And and you know if you approach it in the right frame of mind and in in that yeah it's just a bit of fun really a bit of pantomime fun. And yes it does have this kind of modern sensibility. Yeah it was fine. I don't think it's particularly aimed at me, but but I I, I did enjoy elements of it. And speaking of uh, Billy Porter, who plays Fab G, well, he, of course, is in Pose, which I have been binge-watching, sort of about the drag scene in New York. Uh, That's on Netflix, and it's very good. Anyway, meanwhile, over on Sky Comedy, exciting news. It's the return of Code 404 for a second series, and here's a clip. The Icarva DI Major. We've got a clean slate, fresh start. It's great to see you boys reunited. Are they sex shop handcuffs? What's your point? My AI's failing. Well, you said you'd fix them. I said I could. Didn't say I would. So, I don't know if you saw series one of this. Two big names, well, lots of big names in actually, but the stars are Daniel Mays and Stephen Graham. Big fans of both of those. And basically they play, well, Mays plays this cop hilariously called D.I. John Major. And he's kind of an AI-enhanced cop who sort of came back from the dead. Uh, but he's got all these all these sort of updates. He's a bit like a kind of cyborg. And his sidekick, played by Graham, D.I. Roy Carver. So the first series was all about the, a case involving someone called The Juggler, who was brought to justice but away from the police work John Major's wife Kelly who's played by the wonderful Anna Maxwell Martin cheated on him with with Roy they've gone their separate ways all three of them so you'll have noticed that there's a bit of a line of duty connection in this series because Daniel Mlaze starred in one series Stephen Graham in another and Anna Maxwell Martin Well, she's cropped up in more than one series of Line of Duty, hasn't she? What it reminds me of, a little bit, is A Touch of Cloth, which was Charlie Brooker's pastiche of cop dramas, kind of forensic cop dramas, which was very funny. And this is very funny as well. So it combines the sort of humour, for instance, calling the character John Major, with some serious all-action you know, scenes, uh, great stuff, some good stars. You've got people like Tracy Ann Oberman 
and and lots of sort of verbal punning. Uh, I just think it's great. And and Graham plays it very straight, which is brilliant. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to get the stunts. You're going to get the laughs. I hadn't seen series one, but as as soon as I'd watched a few minutes of, of, of this second series, I was absolutely hooked, and I, I thought it was delightful. And they're obviously having such a great time. And this also starts with <laughs> there's an award ceremony called the Bobbies <laughs> going on, in which policemen, uh, policemen and police women get awards for the service in the line of duty. Anyway, so yeah, I think it's great fun. I really like it. It's this uh, the sort of thing you might enjoy, Hannah. Yeah, it is. And I think it's because of the comedic side as much as anything. But I think you're right. It's the stunts that will, you know, impress people because, you know, they've, you know, there's lots of stunts. And I think the kind of, like you said, the fact that they're they're clearly enjoying doing it, it really works. They really all gel together. So whilst it isn't something that I would sort of normally, you know, get drawn to, the, the comedic aspect, you know, and the fact that they kind of, have had clearly had so much fun making it um, is a real attraction, I think, on this one. Okay, well, our final selection this week on BBC Three it's the return of the comedy drama Back to Life. Okay, how are you coping with life outside the facility? I was in prison for 18 years. Things are good. I am moving on. Moving on. I am on it like a car bonnet. Well, I ain't mind that, Dan current living arrangement. You haven't spoken to me in three weeks. Just talk to us. No. This is ridiculous. We are out of detergent. Yep, so BBC Three, as you say, um, comedy drama back to life. So this is series two and there are six episodes and um, I hadn't watched the first series so I quickly looked back to see what that looked like. I really like this. Again, you know, the great thing about doing this podcast is you kind of often watch things you wouldn't necessarily normally kind of, you know, be drawn to and it kind of makes you and that's a really good thing because this is something that we've stumbled across the first series because we're reviewing the second. And so in the first series, you saw um, Miri, who's played by Daisy Haggard, uh, attempting to put her life back together. She served 18 years in prison. So, you know, a ser- serious subject um, for killing a friend, as you do. Uh, turns out that it was accidental, but she's done 18 years behind bars, and you see this person rebuilding their life. But it's absolutely hilarious. How can something like that be hilarious? But it is, because the, the Daisy, um, who plays Miri, is uh, she's got this sort of... Um, personality well or she plays the part of somebody who is just so you love her she's lovable um despite the fact that she's been in 18 years for for killing somebody so series two it begins six weeks after her release um and she's kind of she has made some progress in rehabilitating herself when i say rehabilitating i mean you know the fact that you've been behind bars for 18 years and you come back to real life um but she isn't speaking to her mother or her best friend mandy and she actually lives with with her mother um, and father and so she doesn't she just talks to them through like her she records herself on this and so that sounds a bit weird but it's very very funny the way she the way she does it um and and the reason she's not talking to them is because she knows that they both betrayed her so she's she's in rehab she she's uh, has somebody she talks to but she's just a bit crazy and i think the whole kind of way this uh, clashes 
uh, as I say, in terms of its the serious side of things, with the comedic side, absolutely works. I was hooked so quickly with this. I don't know what you think, and I don't know if this is up your street or not, but I think this is probably one that a lot of people would like. I think this uh, is for for a huge demographic of people. It's very very good. Uh, it's had great reviews. Daisy Haggard, she's a talent, isn't she? She's co-created this, and she, she stars really in it. And as you say. The way it balances the comedic elements with the reality of Miri coming out of prison back to where it all happened and, you know, this is getting like graffitis being sprayed on her parents' house and, you know, people are shouting abuse at her. Those two elements are really cleverly balanced. It's set in Hythe in Kent. And, yeah, in series one, <laughs> there was this revelation that well, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen series one, that the mother, brilliantly played by Geraldine James, who's, who's in quite a lot of stuff at the moment, had been uh, having an affair with uh, Mary's ex-boyfriend while she was in prison. And um, he yeah. is played uh, by Jamie Mitchie, her ex-boyfriend Dom, who, of course, I remember from the best episode of the IT crowd when they all had an outing to the theatre. So if you haven't seen that check it out on netflix anyway yeah I, I i really enjoyed it i think there's some great supporting characters especially the probation officer janice who's played by joe martin she's very amusing there's the next door neighbor billy played by adil Akhtar. so yeah and, and the way also they dealt with her as an adult coming back to live in the parental home and like all her posters of pop stars are still up on the wall in her bedroom it's just really it's just really well handling her trying to <laughs> get jobs and then people finding about finding about the fact that she's a convicted criminal so yeah well worth watching do check out series one on iplayer if you haven't already watched it but yeah i it, elements of it reminded me of fleabag in a way obviously because it's the, the creator and the star the same person but it's just got that great balance of like quite intense powerful quite depressing drama with this quirky comedy as well and, and a really incredibly charismatic central character we've got to the time in the podcast Hannah where you reveal what you've been binging on so tell us all well I've been on annual leave so I've watched a few films but the one that I watched with the children <laughs> which we reviewed not so long ago was extinct and at the time I said to you I remember saying quite clearly I didn't find the little animals, these kind of donut-shaped creatures, particularly cute. I still don't, so I'm still standing by that. Um, I don't think they are particularly cute, but the children really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, so I, I watched that with the kids, and I watched it kind of through through their lens as opposed to just mine, and it went down very, very well. So if you need a family film, that's one for you. We've had a bit of a crime theme to this week's podcast, and... I have been binging on a great true crime series on Netflix called The Staircase, which is all about the case of this guy whose wife was found dead at the bottom of the stairs in their house. He said it was just an accident. The police, looking at the scene, thought it was murder. And that is a very interesting series. I'm not going to say any more because I don't want to give any spoilers. But yeah, I, I really I found that fascinating. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to what we'll be binging on next week 
So, what's on the agenda, Brenda? <laughs> well, murder and mayhem is on the agenda in Ryan Murphy's horror spin-off, American Horror Stories on Disney Plus Star. And Babu Sisse plays a brilliant forensic scientist with bipolar disorder in Sky's thrilling crime drama, Wolf. So we look forward to those, but in the meantime... (laughs) 